What is going on, guys? It's Monday Madness here on the Culture Jack Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Monday Madness. I've got a nice little selection of items we're going to be diving into today, uh, which is going to, we're going to have a little bit of movie news, uh, one item in video game news, and then we're going to be diving into CES 2021, which is the consumer electronics show and there's some pretty cool items that may interest you once we hit that part of it uh before i dive into that though how was your weekend my weekend was uh, quite busy and truth be told through the weekend i was uh driven to get a bunch of uh, specific tasks done around the house um i had a handful of other things as well. And, you know, when it came to the podcast, it was kind of difficult for me to do it. Uh, the podcast and a couple of other like social media based things. And I think a lot of it uh, from me, my perspective is uh, it's just been a crazy start to 2021. I think for myself and many others. In fact, I was talking with, with a, a couple of different people over the last week and, there's definitely a funk in the air. Um, and to each person, I know it's their, their own, whether it's the uh, news stuff, your personal stuff, COVID stuff, just so much um, going on. But hey, it is Monday. We got a new week ahead of us. And that was the one thing uh, that I guess I'm drawn off of today was, okay, let's turn the corner. Let's get out. Let's shake the funk. It's uh, late night. Sunday as I'm doing this. Traditionally, I try to do this on Saturday or uh, Sunday morning, but we're doing it. And here we are. Let's talk a little bit of movie news, shall we? Uh, Let's see. First one on the list here is murphysmultiverse.com reports. Matt Damon lands in Australia to join Thor Love and Thunder. So if you recall, it's it's actually kind of a funny thing. If this is if this is legit news, it's kind of cool because if you recall, uh, what was it, Thor: The Dark World? Matt Damon was reenacting this goofy play as Loki, and it was just a funny a funny thing that was happening in the scene. But you can check that out. But it makes you wonder what is he going to be doing? <laughs> Hopefully, it's something funny, kind of quirky. It probably will be um, in uh, the new. Thor Love and Thunder, which I'm freaking, I'm so stoked about that movie. That may be one of the top Marvel movies uh, that I am excited for at this moment. Talking about Marvel movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Did you guys catch the Friday show with Dustin? Uh, he he dove in deep and uh, I believe he's going to be diving in um, to some additional Marvel news with characters, uh, uh, the stories where they're going uh, in the MC, MCU as far as uh, movies and uh, the shows that are coming out. So make sure to check out the Friday show. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, if Matt Damon comes in, that would be pretty cool. I'm sure it's not a huge part of that, um, but could be pretty cool. Uh, let's see. I just watched. Let me. I just watched a new Netflix movie. Uh, 
Well, I'm going to mess this up. Let me search this. I can't believe I can't remember it. I just watched it the other day. I talked about it. Uh, a little bit of dead air here. Sorry about that. Um, it's the new Anthony Mackie movie. So I'm not just sitting here trying to search this. I don't know why the the name. Okay, there it is. Finally, outside the wire. I kept saying I kept thinking something the wire and I was wrong. So it's called Outside Wire. It's on Netflix. And uh, Anthony Mackie uh, ultimately plays. And you can see this from the commercial. So I'm not spoiling it for you. A super soldier. The way that they did the super soldier part in this movie, as far as the uh, character's dynamic, um, was very cool. Uh, in fact, I would watch the movie again just to just to see that part of it again. It is a it's a good movie. Um, it's a Netflix original. And uh, talking about that though, so I you know if you got some time, check out Outside the Wire with Anthony Mackie. Again, story's okay. Um, story's yeah, it's not bad. Um, but the way that they portray that that cyber human was cool. Um, this is one of a new movie every weekend in which is what Netflix recently announced. There's a little trailer for it. If you're interested, you can check it out. It's called Netflix 2021 film review official trailer. That's on uh, YouTube. So you can check it out there. I saw it when it came out and then I was like, Oh my goodness. So they are going to release Netflix and company are going to release a brand new movie every single weekend for the whole year, all of 2021. Damn, they're good. So I do have a list of some of the titles. Uh, so I'll run through those as quick as I can. This is from Fox 4 News. Put this little list together. Here are some of the titles uh, categorized by genre. Um, action, Army of the Dead, Awake, Kate, Outside the Wire, Red Notice, Sweet Girl. Horror, they have Fear Street Trilogy, No One Gets Out Alive. There's someone inside your house. <laughs> Things heard and seen in thrillers. We have Blood Red Sky, Beckett, Escape from Spiderhead, Intrusion, Munich, O2, Night Teeth, The Swarm, The Woman in the Window. And now we're on to science fiction, folks. Uh, they had stowaway um, romance. There, actually, there's quite a few romance. There's quite a few drama. You, you guys can check this list out. There's a lot more movies now that I'm scrolling, kind of scrolling down it. Um, wow. It is quite a list. I think that's awesome, though. I, In fact, uh, that is a baller move from Netflix because now that Disney has unleashed the Marvel plans and we're seeing WandaVision. So if you guys don't know, WandaVision's out. Dustin mentions it and has some speculation in the Friday show. But I'm sure by the time he sees this or by the time this episode comes out, um, he will have uh, those two seasons or two episodes under his belt. I watch WandaVision. Um, I'm not going to, uh, I'm going to say hopefully uh, it builds up more than what it currently is without spoiling it. That's my thought. Um, but anyways, back to Disney. So Disney unleashes all of that. Um, their plans. We're going to have all these shows that are coming out, the whole shoot and match. 
Netflix responded. I think, I think this was like a week later, two weeks later with we're dropping a movie every single weekend. And you know, some of these movies I'm sure are not going to be of your liking. And I'm also sure that they're probably not all going to be great, uh, great movies, but if we get 52 movies a movie every weekend, you're going to get busy. Most of us will get busy on the weekend And anyways, you'll forget about it, but then you'll have the opportunity to check every, every weekend what's new, what's coming out. I I don't know. I like it. I like to see that. Um, Also in movie news. So we know what Disney's doing. Already mentioned it. Now we know what Netflix bigs plan is and they'll throw in shows and series and, and whatever in conjunction with these movies every weekend. That's what they're doing. The boys over at HBO Max, and and I know I talked about it before. Dustin may have talked about it some, but this uh, movie buying war that is currently happening is crazy to me. So again, Disney Plus announces that what their plans are for Marvel. Uh, there's a lot of obviously big Star Wars news, and then you know everything else. Netflix announces we're doing a movie every weekend. And again, I sh- that doesn't include like documentaries. It doesn't include uh, TV series, et cetera. So if they threw in, if Netflix throws in like Peaky Blinders and Arrested Development or a- any of their original shows now, that would be, wow, what a, what a line. The guys at HBO Max recently purchased the uh, Go- Godzilla versus Kong movie. And I was trying to find, let's see if I have this. Uh, let's see. Okay. Yeah. So there's an article in here by CBR on January 9th, 2021 that says Netflix made a $225 million offer to buy Godzilla versus Kong from legendary last November, but the deal was blocked by Warner brothers and they uh, brokered a deal via HBO max and that is what it is. So two, so, you know, it doesn't announce how much it is. I thought the speculation was 200 million or 250 million maybe is, is what it was, but it's crazy to think though, that these services are now bidding and this really shows the evolution of technology and the evolution of change because Netflix has been the, the big guy. Disney Plus, as far as I'm concerned, was shuttering last year with the exception of everything that they accrued because of The Mandalorian and, and some of the shows, but wasn't doing a lot. HBO Max was trying, but they didn't have a lot of content. Um, and then, of course, you've got Amazon Prime, which I don't ever hear much about. I did announce, you know, uh, Coming to America 2 and some of this other stuff, but it's crazy to think that now these guys are at war spending hundreds of millions of dollars on these movies. And, you know, not to, uh, not to go too far back with like this versus the theaters, because again, these guys are going to do a digital release. They're just dropping it on their service. So they want eyes on the movie. And recently I was listening to a podcast called Smartless, in which is on Amazon, my first Amazon podcast that I listened to which you got to check out Smartless. It's got, uh, now I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to Google it. It's got, who does it got? Will Arnett. It's got um, 
Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes. And they, and they, uh, interviewed quite a few, um, celebrities of, you know, from the athletic world, from the director, the director world, from the acting world, from just all over. And essentially they talk to, you know, there's three, three of them hosting. One of them gets a guest. The other two don't know who the guest is until it's announced. And and then off you go. And one of the recent guests was Seth Rogen. Everybody knows who, who that is, but he made a comment about some of the movies he's working on in the COVID situation, which if you guys caught a uh, midweek special a few weeks ago, that Dustin and I did, we talked about the theaters moving and what could happen, but he had mentioned and was like, it's very difficult not to release in theaters because again, that's, that's how we do it. That's, you know, I don't know how well the movie's doing. I don't, you know, you're not getting as many people. Are we making the money back? And it was interesting because I was like, holy shit, there it is. This guy is a director. He is a uh, producer and he, and he is an actor, of course. So I thought that was kind of crazy. Um, but meanwhile, you know, 200, a speculated $250 million for Godzilla versus Kong. And the reason I wanted to bring that back up, because, you know, that's been going on for a while is because in recent news, the Chris Pratt movie, I spoke about it in the last Monday Madness, uh, Tomorrow War, the Tomorrow War, which looks pretty cool, just reportedly sold for $200 million to Amazon Prime. So in Prime's portfolio, in my opinion, is at a lesser <laughs> level than HBO Max. Um, I hate to say that, but it is. I mean, that's just, that's that's how I feel. I feel like... In my life, Netflix is king. Uh, Disney Plus as they evolve. Uh, but I've been watching a lot of HBO Max. That's just the way it is, folks. And then I'll check on Amazon Prime when I'm very desperate <laughs> and, and really want to search for something. But that's that's the way I view it. Uh, maybe you look at it a little different. Um, but I, I still find these situations crazy because it's like how many more movies are going to be sold uh, versus produced by the big guys. And... Uh, the big guys are now working in conjunction with their either their streaming service or their uh um they they broker contracts or something i mean i would imagine that's coming next but really right now it's a view it's a views war we're watching digital media kind of unfold in front of us because i'm betting money that we're going to continue to see kind of mergers, whether it's these production companies and these digital services or uh, one folding into another TV shows, brokering deals with these digital services and all this. And I mean, it's coming quick. So I think the landscape um, is going to continue to change. I also think that like cable television, satellite television, I think that's going to be a thing of the past here pretty quick. And, you know, I, I, I just don't see it anymore because of the internet, because of the availability on these Disney pluses, these HBO maxes, uh, the Netflixes. I mean, soon enough, if they offered live channels in addition to, um, in addition to, or scheduled, or maybe you can schedule your own programs. I don't know. Something's coming. And, uh, We'll all have to wait and see. Let me check my phone here because I did have a couple of things on that. Um, on a video game front, I did want to uh, mention two, well, two things. I said one in the beginning there, but two things. It looks like the PS5 is starting to get 
more, or I guess more PS5s are starting to kind of move back out into the system there. So if you are still hunting for a PlayStation 5, make sure and start checking some of the big box retailers to include PlayStation. Um, because I've read several articles to where they're continuing to pop up. Hopefully the same is for the Xbox Series X or Xbox, uh, yeah, Series X and S. We'll, we'll have to see. Um, I still think it's it's kind of crazy that they're hit and miss availability. I, I'm going to bet by spring, though, it'll be a fairly common thing to see those guys on the shelf late spring, I'm hoping. Um, anyways, in uh, video game new news as well, the guys over at CD Projekt Red have finally responded to when does Cyberpunk 2077 release for PS5 and Xbox X and S? And so with asking that question, uh, we I, I think we all asked that question. Um, there was an update post on January 13th. CD Projekt Red said the next game, the next gen versions of the game will arrive around the second half of 2021. If the current roadmap holds true. So, you know, that's a pretty big deal. I feel like it's a pretty big deal. I like, you know, I like uh, Cyberpunk 2020 uh, 77 aside from the some of the glitches and some of the problems because I've been I've seen them. I've been uh, held victim to them. But um, I do want to see it scaled to what the Xbox Series X should be. Um, and I think that that may even, con- you know, maybe even fix or enhance it enough to where some of the noticeable goofy uh, issues, uh, may- maybe it'll help that anyways. But, you know, the second half, I mean, I hope it's like a mid to late summer release at that point, man. I don't want to wait until fall of next year. But I also need to look into, uh, while I say that, you know, one of the thoughts that comes to mind is I wonder what DLC... Uh, you can buy, let's, let's, let me click on this real quick. In a post to the game's official website in January, 2020 CD project red outlined a new roadmap for cyberpunk 2077. This roadmap still has free DLC releasing in 2021, but the studio says it wants to address the most pressing issues with cyberpunk 2077 before it moves on its content. So in the coming months, uh, there'll be several updates. Um, and then after these updates that fix all these glitches and issues, then we'll start getting some DLC. So not, I I don't see a lot of detail on that DLC, but that's still cool. So yeah, cyber (laughs) cyberpunk 2077, stay alive. That's kind of, kind of what my thoughts are, but you know, if you've been playing the game or you've been hesitant about playing the game, there you go. That's what currently is happening, um, in the cyberpunk 2077 world DLC is coming, but after the um, issues have been resolved, that's it. That's all I got for news. Uh, there were several other things I wanted to talk about news and, and just a bunch of stuff I wanted to dive into, but um, I feel like that is enough news for today. And I want to dive into CES 2021. Now I, part of me really wants to go to a CES. Um, it's grown. I've grown interest over the last several years, I love just perusing tech. I like reading shit about TVs, remotes, uh, new cell phones, adapters, uh, and the list goes on and on drones, um, you know, video equipment and, and just the list goes on and on. It's an electronic, uh, super 
show is what it is. And um, I was excited to pull this up and kind of peruse around. Now, if you're interested in just seeing kind of what's to come again, it's CES 2021. You can put it in there. You can go to the CES website. You can go to CNET has a good list. Um, there, there's like several different things. If you want to just see, Hey, what's coming out in 2021, but not before I explain it to you or talk about some of the lists. Um, I am on CNET's CNET's uh, deal. They did several uh, detailed coverage. I didn't go through all of it when I scanned was doing my homework here. So I'm hoping to see a couple of surprises myself so I can give a uh, quasi authentic uh, uh, response. All right. So on this list that we're starting to look at, and this actually looks crazy. You guys got to check this out. It's a new high tech N95 mask from Razer. That's right. Razer, the gaming company, showed off a concept called Project Hazel for high tech face mask with active ventilation, a clear shield so you can see people speaking in a case that recharges the ventilators and does UV sanitation as well. There's LED lights and, and all kinds of stuff. It is a crazy, that is some high tech looking shit. You got to see this again. It's, it's a, the project Hazel made by the video game, uh, or not. Well, it is the gaming company razor. That is a crazy looking mask. That looks like if you were to wear that thing, and like you were wearing all black, you'd look like a character that should be in cyberpunk. That's crazy. You guys got to check it out. Uh, they have a couple of pictures of them. One um, is like white with a shadowed tint. And then one is uh, black with a, with a appears to be a darker tint, but it may be kind of the illusion because the surround is black. I don't know, but it looks, looks crazy. You got a little led ring. Who knows? That could be the future. Um, HP dragonfly max. Uh, it was another hot item, um, which is a newer webcam, um, the LG rollable I saw, and, and I'm going to repeat some of this on a different page. Cause you can see a picture of this. This is kind of crazy. Um, and it made big news in CES cause I read several articles to where it was like, this was n- one of the number one items on a list. I was like, wow. So again, it's the LG a uh, new smart screen display that rolls upward to expand the viewing area of the screen. Like foldable phones, it's amazingly futuristic, but doesn't have a ton of obvious benefits. So it's just one of those cool things. That's the other reason I like CES is like, it's not that, um, you know, there's, it's not that everything there is cool, but when you get to see concept stuff and that you get to see what these guys are working on, I don't know. It's just exciting. It's, it's uh, fun. Um, the next one on the list is the Cadillac E uh, VTOL AirTax GM and CES to announce the transforming itself into an EV company. And by uh, most interesting EV announced was the Cadillac E V T O L Air Taxi. Um, this thing looks super crazy. So check that thing. And I, I have no idea what the hell they're doing here. Like this is what I'm talking about. This is the exact reason you got to look at this stuff. This is crazy. It looks like a, a suit or like a thing that uh, it's crazy looking. I don't even know how to describe it. It's something out of like a Avengers movie. You'll see someone you know, like Nick, Nick Fury will fly up with this thing. I don't know. It's just crazy to see it. Again, that's the Cadillac EV 
T-O-L, Air Taxi. Check it out. Um, Samsung Solar Powered Remote. This was on several lists, too. This is pretty cool. Good idea. It's essentially just your remote control for your television, and you flip it over so there is no batteries anymore, and you don't need to charge it because you flip the bad boy over, and there is a solar panel running on the back of it, and it charges. So, you know, you think about that. It's like that's a pretty smart thing to have because 90% or maybe, I don't know, they they know the statistics, 80% of people have a window in the room where their television is. And if you flip that bad boy over, let it soak up some juice, you don't ever have to go fuck your AA batteries again. Uh, okay, moving on. Um, this is this is cool. So, so I am quasi familiar with it. Um, and I'll explain. So in CES 2021, LG is debuting its transparent OLED display concept. Now, um, if you're not familiar with this, uh, it's pretty awesome. And if you want to watch a cool video, watch uh, Linus Tech Tips. He doesn't do the LG transparent OLED. He does, I, I don't even know the brand. I think it was some like crazy off-brand, very expensive TV um, but essentially think of it as uh, you can see through the panel, like you literally straight through it. It's like looking through a, uh, a window or looking through a uh, fish tank, obviously, if there's there's items on the screen. But it's it's pretty cool. And I feel like that technology um, has a very, very cool potential because just think about that. You could have an actual picture on your wall. Um behind it or or do something like that and then you can see through the tv i don't know i think i think i think there's some something cool um that's about to come with that um the line tcl expands to 85 inches and 8k so tcl if you're not familiar um i've seen several i know a handful of people that have bought tcls uh i don't know the back history on the company i do know that they are a lower they were their their target is more of the lower end uh televisions um so you can get them for a fairly good price um i think so i've seen them uh, i've never bought one because i'm not fam that familiar with the brand other than i've recognized them uh at best buy and at a couple of other locations that sell them and you know they're competing with the insignia and and others all right some of these don't have pictures on here um, alarm.com announces the touchless video doorbell. Instead of pushing a button, the new doorbell from alarm.com uses a doormat and an AI to detect when someone has arrived at the doorstep. So that's kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know. What am I looking at here? Whoa. All right. So now I'm looking at <laughs> this. This is very strange looking. Uh, the Samsung robot butler called a bot handy. Surprisingly, the Samsung keynote at CES. Uh, let me skim through this. Um, so I guess this little robot can help with tasks around the house and bring you something to drink. The demo video showed it taking dishes out of the sink and loading them into the dishwasher. Oh, that's what it's doing. That's so strange. There's a picture of that. And I wasn't sure what was happening. Um, we haven't seen this kind of stir from the CS attendees since the laundry folding robot teased us a few years ago. So, I mean, that's cool, right? A robot, you know, I don't know. It looks like a crazy looking vacuum in my opinion. Um, but I can definitely imagine like 
especially because of COVID and everybody being home so much and like to have a robot buddy that like does, does uh laundry, does your dishes. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's cool or not. It's just a strange thing. Um, crazy. Um, I'm going to skip that one. Uh, Kohler, the toilet manufacturer. I saw several articles about this one. Uh, the new toilet by Kohler uh, has a magic handle. Simply wave your hand in front of the handle and it flushes automatically. I think that's genius. You don't have to touch a toilet handle. Um, they have those other ones though, right? Or are those just urinals? Maybe they're just urinals, but I think they have other ones. Um, but those are, I think just commercial, right? I think you can only get the sensor ones in a commercial grade toilet. I don't know. Uh, if I have to replace a toilet, you can bet I will be going to a magic handle because that that's always that thing, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm just OCD about some of that. Uh, let's keep going. Um, I talked about this uh, next one that again, I guess grew quite a bit of buzz at CES this year, which was cool. In fact, I went into quite a bit of detail on a few episodes back, and that is the Infinity Game Table. Um, the, it was just recognized as one of the funnest, one of the funnest things at CES. Uh, as mentioned before, it's essentially like a TV table that has board games like Monopoly and a bunch of other things built into it. And you and friends, you and your kid, you can just play these board games right on this uh, LED LCD table. And I think it, I, I think that's pretty cool. I, I really like that idea. Um, and I think it could have a space because one thing I will say is, is it seems like technology and its availability is becoming <clears throat> almost more transparent in the sense, like uh, you have freaking tablets hooked to your, all of your walls, uh, you'll have tabletops that are like some Tony Stark shit and stuff like that. So it seems like we could be seeing more of that. I don't know, man. I mean, like some of this stuff, like I said, is is pretty crazy. Um, let's see what this one is. So Samsung also has, so I switched pages here, a different CNET page that I read earlier. Um, so Samsung also has the Jetbox 90 AI. It's a robot vacuum cleaner uses object recognition technology to identify and classify objects in your home. You'll find the best cleaning path while avoiding uh, cables and small objects. It also empties its own trash bin at this charging station, so you don't have to. JetBot's cameras also double as home security device when paired with the SmartThings app. What? So actually, that's crazy. So this thing has a camera built into it, so if, oh, that's crazy. You got to check that out. Um, a funny note or a funny thing that I saw as I believe it was a gimmick video uh, a few weeks ago was a part of your home security system being a drone. <laughs> and if like your window breaks, it dispatches this drone. And I, I'm pretty sure it was a parody commercial because like th they had said it will scare off people. And yeah, I mean, it probably will. But that's part of the future. I mean, like, think about this. Like if you had a drone dispatch because you had a disruption in your yard, I mean, like that's some crazy shit. This thing is a vacuum folks. This is the Samsung Jetbox 90 AI uh, has security features and it's on the ground. I mean, like that's kind of smart until you're <laughs> it'll be, it'll probably deter some people because you get into someone's house and then you got these fucking robots coming after you. 
Um, that's crazy. I'm t- within the next five years, I bet you you're going to start seeing people with stuff like that. Uh, the next one is the LG InstaView refrigerator. The LG showed off an upgrade to its InstaView refrigerator, a new fridge with glass door that opens via voice command, and a water dispenser that uses UV light to sanitize your drink. Uh, and wow. Hold on here. That thing's loading. That's kind of crazy. I think that's kind of crazy. It's it's going that far. Anyways, you can see it through your fridge. I don't know about that, though. Like, it's got a glass on your fridge. You can, like I said, see through it. Um, let's keep going. Trying to go through some of these. And, it, you know, if you look around more, too. So, the first page I went to, it didn't have uh, photos of any, really anything Second page, I went to it has quite a few photos. So I guess you get a better feel for what's to come. I mean, and again, it's not most of us aren't aren't going to go rush out and buy the Kohler touchless toilet. Um, but keep this stuff in mind uh, just from the big picture of, of what's happening in the tech world. And, you know, you may want to consider this if you're going to remodel your restroom in a uh, couple of years or or whatever. Um, another item is the ZenBook Duo. So I actually love this, the look of this thing. If you guys haven't seen the Asus ZenBook, um, essentially what, what they've done, them and a couple of other providers, I believe are just now starting to do this, but, uh, the MacBook pro, what was it like the 18, 19 and 20, or maybe it was maybe, uh, maybe it was 18, 19 or 20, or maybe it was 19 and 20. There is, and, and I'm on my MacBook pro right now. There's like this tiny little strip that runs across. that's fully digital shows little images. I love this thing. Well, Asus and a couple of other guys took that to the extreme. So if you guys haven't seen these, you got to take a look at it. It essentially pulls your keyboard um, toward the front of you. So if you have whatever, I think it's a 16 or maybe it's a 14 or 15 inch, um, the keyboard is all the way in the back, but you've got like a couple of inches. I think you got like a two inch digital display on the keyboard area. And then you have the screen above it. And uh, from my understanding and like what my MacBook does, cause I can speak to that best. It gives you like, I could sit here and scroll through, scroll through pages. That way you can uh, always turn the volume up and down. You can use Siri. You can do so much with it. It's, I, I don't know. I like it. I think that's pretty cool. Um, Another item that's coming out is the Brandel Pro Sanitizing Air Purifier. And I do want to bring this up from a tech point of view because uh, I've got a couple of air purifiers in my house. I bought them a couple of years ago uh, when it was extremely dusty in the summer. Um, Everybody was just constantly stuffed up. And, you know, it's summer. I mean, the windows, I got to keep the windows open, got to keep the air flowing. And so we bought a couple of these air purifiers. And recently I, I try to check up every couple of months um, and replace the filters on them. And I was like, holy shit. So if you don't have an air purifier and you're in a dusty uh, area um, or you got high winds and you get a lot of stuff kind of blown around, you may want to consider, especially like in your living room area uh, to get one of these. And I'm not pitching you anything other than you may want to consider it. Cause I was blown away after I installed one and I was like, holy shit, look at all this stuff it's collecting. And then I actually put another one in, in my room and it's like, wow, that's a lot just a lot of crap that it, it collects. So you, you may want to consider that anyways. Uh, looks like Brondell pro sanitizing air purifier is coming. Um, the company says it will be a certified to capture and eliminate more than 
20% of airborne coronavirus particles within 15 minutes, which is also a very cool thing because the, as you know, like in coronavirus case, uh, those air particulates may be, may be inbound or floating around for an extended period of time. But it's not just that. It's also allergens um, and other stuff that could be in the air. Uh, let's see. There's so There's just so damn much. Oh, let's read what this one is. Because this was on two lists and I didn't read it last time. It's kind of weird looking. But it's called the Nobi Full Sensing Lamp. Uh, the Nobi is a ceiling lamp packed with sensors meant to help older adults live independently for longer. It can detect falls and send out alarms to help quickly. But it also tries to prevent falls by monitoring activity and providing reminders. That's crazy. So it'll be available in Europe in March. Requires professional installation. Um, you can buy a newbie for a home for 2500 bucks, And then you have to pay for a subscription service, which is 120 bucks a month. That is kind of expensive. I'm just going to say 2,500 bucks for the lamp and it's 120. But I mean, I guess if it really does what it says, then maybe, you know, it could be worth 120 if you're prone to falling or what have you. So I don't know. This is pretty cool. This next one is called cold snap ice cream maker. It's a Keurig like, and it is the picture looks real similar to a small uh, kind of thick Keurig. It's a Keurig-like machine that makes soft-serve ice cream, smoothies, and frozen cocktails. Sign us up. The Cold Snap is a countertop device expected to hit the market in 2022, um, but you should hopefully see more in 2021. It will cost between $500 and $1,000. That's kind of expensive. It's kind of cool because uh, it does, yeah, soft-serve smoothies and frozen ice cream. Wow. That is Fancy. Um, again, I'm seeing those razor masks, that crazy ass catalog. Oh, I think that may. All right. Well, that kind of wraps the list up on uh, at least as far as this one goes, guys. If you're interested, I, I like perusing this stuff because you never know. I mean, in a year from now, one of these things could be connected to a different thing and it could be the latest crave. It could be a thing that evolves into something that you may not be interested in today but you could be in a year or five years from now once maybe some of these items mature. Uh, and, you know, we'll have to see. Check it out. CES 2021. Again, the information's available everywhere. Um, uh, yeah, I, I definitely am going to, uh, I, I don't know if I'll try to keep up with, but I'll keep my eye out for more information like on that high-tech uh, razor mask, uh, sub, that transparent OLED TV stuff. A really cool thing. And again, check out Linus Tech Tips, Transparent OLED, and you can watch a video on it. Not that TV, but a different one. Um, but yeah, some of the stuff I think is pretty cool. The the whole robot butler thing is mind-blowing to me. I think it's part of it's kind of weird. Part of it could be cool, I guess. But I mean, we're going to just continue to see the evolution of home electronics to where it's no longer going to be exclusive to a couple of appliances and your TV. I mean, like it, it's it's common, man. Um, to what degree, we don't obviously know, but there is so much going on in the electronics and technology world. It's it's very exciting, um, especially to see what uh, what's to come. So let me click on. OK. Oh, there was just a chipset. So one of the 
let me add one last thing. So there's speculation that the umbrella or Amberella uh, chipset is going, and I don't see what drone it's talking about, but it's, uh, I guess, a chipset. Your next drone or action cam will shoot 8K video, 4K at 240 with the Umbrella's new chip. So check that out. That would be awesome. Sorry to throw that in. That just caught my eye there. Uh, so there, I guess there's some new chip that allows, it's got some technology behind it. If it's going to equip them with true 8K and then 4K 240, that looks good. That's that's awesome. So that was also announced here at CES 2021. Um, again, though, I mean, like I said, the, the earlier in my mind, like it's fun to look at, it's cool to look at, but the earlier that it, certain things that may catch your catch your eye because you're either in the market space or maybe it's an existing marketplace that you're in like that that drone chip so yeah in five years maybe i will be trying uh, buying a new drone or in a year or two years so now i gotta start thinking like well where are we at is it 8k 4k you know and etc and it's good to know that stuff uh so much so that and i'll end on this note so again check out ces 2021 CNET has a lot of great articles and so does many, many others. Um, but you got to start, you got to look at some of this stuff, especially if you're a heavy user of computers, laptops, tablets, because um, I am thinking, and I haven't, I haven't invested any money, but I am still thinking I may switch my main um, production computer over to an iMac. And here's the deal. I mean, I was right there getting ready to buy it. And I got a bunch of news. If you don't recall, I talked about the big Sur upgrade and the uh, M1 chipset change. Well, there is an incredible amount of uh, rumors and just an uh, incredible amount of information saying that the new there's going to be a new iMac announced in 2021. Because if you look at the previous versions, while the hardware has significantly uh, increase through time, uh, the internal hardware, the screen is outdated. The display, even though it's a 5k, you can get the 5k anti-glare screen, which is great, but the overall design is crazy. I think it's been in that design for over a decade. And what they're saying is, is that they're, they're looking at mirroring the Apple monitor that they have, which is incredible. It should be a bezel-less display. That's just beautiful. Apple has the potential Mac has the, the potential to do that, but you have to consider um, that predicament where it's like, do I wait and get that or do I get something now? And in my case, I'm just waiting it out. I don't really want to spend the money at this time. Um, so we'll see what happens. I also don't want to buy a machine that I have to depend on that because of the new M1 chips or the variations that I'm kind of uh, up uh, creek because a port stop knowing that they're doing this. So again, that's the other reason why I like looking at this stuff is to kind of keep in the back of my head what's going on. And it's easy to search. And like I said, I'd like, I'd love to go to CES uh, maybe when things kind of cool off uh, different year, different time and everything else. Hey guys, thank you for checking out this episode of Monday madness. I appreciate you. You uh, sticking it out. And uh, listening to this full episode, as always, hey, please take a moment and hit the follow, the subscribe button on your favorite podcast provider. We have several so shows coming out a week for you here. Uh, and sometimes we cover stuff like this. Sometimes uh, I believe Dustin's going to continue going into uh, the 
uh, MCU universe, MCU universe, which is great. Um, so you get a nice broad spectrum of, uh, opinions of current items that are happening and uh in some cases some speculatory things on stuff that's about to happen which is always fun and so much more so again please follow us here at culture jacked on your favorite podcast device hey guys that's it have an incredible week and i will catch up with you on the next monday madness